Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today, we are going to be discussing season six, episode six, Living Dead Girl. Which is how I feel after spending 48 minutes of my life watching that episode. <laughs> um, I just. The enthusiasm with which you introduced this episode. Yeah. It was really magical. With which I watched the Halloween-themed episode. Um, hey, the episode summary. So here's the deal. Um, we did take a break because of the strike, and now we're back. Uh, that being said, um, we are not going to be promoting the network on which you can watch these episodes, mostly probably because you're going to hear this episode and think, maybe I don't need to watch it. Uh, but also because all of these, uh, any any AMPTP company can get fully bent because it would cost fucking nothing. They wouldn't even fucking notice if they would just pay their goddamn actors and writers and let everybody get back to work. Yeah. Yeah. She's so, so passionate. I love that about her. We re- You know what we are? We're the heroes of <laughs> heroes the story. Work here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, heroes work We're on here. the front line. Yeah. Do you remember that? Um, this is so mortifying, but uh, do you remember that when shows were able to go back to work? This might not have been the case for you, but in California, there was a curfew <laughs> because COVID has business hours. So you had to uh, be in by a certain time, which was fucking stupid anyway. But um, first responders got a waiver. Obviously, like paramedics, EMTs, police, all those actual people had to go to work. Uh, So in order for TV shows to continue working, we were also called first responders. Aw, that's so cute. So embarrassing. No, no, not first responders. Emergency work. I don't remember what we were called. What were the... Essential? Essential workers. Thank you. Yeah, we were (laughs) essential workers. So, so stupid. Yeah. So stupid. We didn't, the curfew thing didn't affect the industry in New York, but I do remember there being a curfew. (laughs) Uh, So, you know how COVID was like, I have a watch. When the sun goes down, the numbers go up, baby. (laughs) In the darkness, there is more. (laughs) Oh, so the, uh, all of that to say the episode summary, so I can watch it on a DVD, you know? Um, the old-fashioned way with the director's commentary. I miss oh, that. What do you think the director would say about this? Um, the check cleared and my <laughs> rent was due. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the episode summary says, Already worried that a ghost is haunting the set, Dawson suspects Todd and Natasha of rekindling their affair. This episode first aired October 20th, 2002. It was written by Tom Kapanos. And uh, directed by Les Sheldon. I do miss um, the days when network television was like normal. And you would watch a holiday themed episode around that, like the week of that holiday. It just hit different. Yeah. Now, even if like streamers do holiday episodes, you're not watching it in the middle of July. is not the same. Yeah. You know what I miss? Tell Um, me. When Dawson's Creek would just like knock a Halloween episode out of the park. Yeah, this one was not great. 
Yeah, yeah. This is very clear that Kevin Williamson and Greggy B, K-Dubs and Greggy B are no longer um, got their little mitts. Yeah, yeah. It's a bummer. Because this movie that they're making is very clearly a send-up of Scream and could have given, like, K-Dubs, being who he is, and also, like, loving horror movies as he does, man, this... They're, they've already got it set up to be like an actual great episode. It could have been, yeah. Could have been, yeah. Could have been. Yeah, could have been. Cold open. Uh, we're inside of a set bedroom as Natasha and her co-star come in to Mac before a murderer comes in to murder. <laughs> and they're like, he's like, think, 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 I have an axe. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I have a very shiny axe. It's so shiny. Uh, before the uh, murd can murd, a light falls almost on the stuntman. And the stuntman calls cut, which Todd's like so pissed off about. And on the one hand, like, yeah, it was probably very scary for the stunt guy. But on the other hand, like, I've seen a stunt go very twice. I've seen a stunt go very, very wrong. Almost deadly wrong. Within like a wow. fucking hair, deadly wrong, twice on two different shows. And neither time did anybody call cut. So I can understand. <laughs> Todd's not wrong. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Yeah. I just feel like the stuntman could have called out like, oh shit, over cut. Yeah. But also he was probably like, I was so close to getting a lawsuit and being I could have had so much money. Yeah. Bummer. Uh, so set takes a break to reset. And then Todd tells Dawson all about how the set is haunted because of Melanie Ray. Melanie Ray was like the Jamie Lee Curtis of her day. And she was shooting a movie on that same stage and she was having an affair with the director. Um, and as Todd is telling the story, uh, Natasha's there like massaging Todd's shoulders. Uh, so the idea is that Melanie was married to her co-star, having a, an affair with the director. Co-star finds out, husband finds out, um, and then in a scene where the characters get into a fight, he uh, strangled her for real, for real. And for real, for real? For real, for real. Tales all this time. Have you ever worked on a uh, haunted soundstage? Um, I've worked on an alleged haunted set, but not a soundstage. Do you want to talk about it? I never saw anything, but we were up in uh, the Catskills shooting for the marvelous Mrs. Mizell, as, as they, I think that's pronounced. Thank you. Thank you. Kudos on yeah. that pronunciation. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and um, we were shooting in this old, abandoned, like, camp, and one of the buildings allegedly had ghosts, so we, like, walked through it, but I didn't see any. I don't really believe in ghosts anyway. So I also don't really believe in ghosts. I think it's important that they believe in themselves. Um, oh, but <laughs> obviously, um, uh, but do you remember me telling you about Annabeth's house on Hard to Dixie and how that was haunted for re actual for haunted? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> that was, the mean, probably, that, was a, that was a no. <laughs> I probably didn't believe you. <laughs> no, that's fair. Because anytime someone tells me a haunted story, I'm like, sure, I can explain it away. But this is a real, this happened. To me, which is the, if someone else was telling me this, I would also explain it away. So I'm fully fine with anybody not believing it. But here's what happened. Annabeth's house is also the house from 
friends, it's Ross and Monica's childhood home where Ross is playing the little Casio piano or keyboard on the stairs. Mm -hmm. So um, Carly, who you know, my friend Carly and I were sitting on the stairs. It was like late at night. We were doing a scavenger hunt, a friends-themed scavenger hunt. Uh, so we were sitting there on the stairs. Nobody was in the house. Nobody was like shooting or anything like that. We're sitting on the stairs. She's reading the next clue. And all of a sudden we hear somebody. It sounds like upstairs. But as we know, there's nothing in the second story of this fake house. It's just um, like perms. But it Spoiler sounded like alert. heavy boots. Yes. Sorry, sorry, everybody. There's no such thing as the second floor. Breaking the magic of television here. <laughs> That's all we do here. So we hear like heavy construction boots upstairs in the perms. And we're like, oh, fuck, we're not allowed to be here. We're still tour guides at Warner Brothers. Like you're not allowed to be there when you're not actively giving a tour. So we're like, we got to go. We're still in our fucking tour guide uniforms. We're going to get caught. So as we're like, shit, do you hear somebody? Then we can hear them coming down the stairs. So we bolt because we can hear, you know, when somebody's like going down the stairs, they gain speed. They're just kind of up, 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 up. That's what we could hear coming towards us. We we're like, we got to get out of here. So we like ran out, ran out onto the street. And then uh, as we were like, oh, oh, that was a raccoon, right? Obviously, let's go. So we never saw anybody like nothing, nothing happened. So we were like, okay, obviously it was like a raccoon. We misheard. I don't know what it was. So we fucking left. I never, yeah, it was not a raccoon, obviously. <laughs> Raccoons don't have work boots. Right. Can I tell you who it probably was? Or is that at the end of the story when you realize it was not a ghost? No, the end of the story is that it was absolutely a ghost. Because nobody okay, like- go on. You picture where, picture that house. Picture how close those stairs are to the door. Like- we heard somebody like on our heels and turned around and never saw anybody. But they didn't maybe stay in the house and go through out the back. No, nobody was there. I'm my theory is it was I like know. some some grip on his lunch break smoking weed. I, which sure, sure, maybe. <laughs> but like, I'm te then why didn't they? I, I'm I'm telling you, like nobody fucking came downstairs and we could hear them like on our heels. We turned around and there's, and like, even when we did Heart of Dixie there, I still was like, I don't want to be in this house anymore. Like, I don't mm -hmm. ever want to come back in. Yeah. I got a gross feeling every time I was there. All right. Yeah. I never went there on tours anymore. I would just drive by on the outside and be like, it's a Geller house. And I didn't like That's it. And house. I'm not like a ghost person. A ghost. You're not a ghost person? I'm not a ghost person, but I, it made me not feel great. I'm sorry that made you not feel great. Thank you. So that's the story. I'm glad that it means nothing to you. I'm sweating. It's really hot. I am too. <laughs> Me too. Should we just be done with this, do you think? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, Anyway, that's, that's, that's yeah. a cold open. Um, Dawson asks if something's going on with Todd and Natasha. And Natasha, or Todd says no. There are like looks. And she's like awesome. massaging him all sensually. Yeah. Uh, act one. In post-production, Dawson and Todd are looking at dailies as they talk about a Halloween party that they're throwing. Uh, Dawson men mentions that he's like kind of famous for pulling elaborate pranks back home, which again is a great reminder that these episodes used to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and that Dawson uh -huh. used still was a loser. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> Almost said used to. Give it goof. Yeah, no, you know, he was always a loser. <laughs> loser. We're allowed to make that joke. 
because we, we are, are also losers. Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dawson also says, because Todd's like, am I going to get laid? Dawson also says if Todd can't get laid at the party, he'll line up some extras. I know. Yeah, it's not not true, but it's just gross to hear that. Yeah, it's such a true stereotype. Yeah. Um, then Todd starts talking to Dawson about how Dawson is territorial over Natasha when he was the one that dumped her. Uh, and as they're talking, the footage, it's just the dailies um, that they're digitizing, uh, cuts out. And there's like one weird frame of Melanie Ray's costume test sandwiched into the dailies. Creepy. <laughs> this, again, this could have been better. Uh-huh. Yeah. Perhaps they could have um, not put such a terrible wig and sunglasses on Melanie Ray. It, it, the wig and sunglasses are the worst. I would rather it have just been a blurry figure of a person. Yeah. The monster you don't know is always scarier. It's always like a little bit creepier. You, never you know who taught it. us that? Stevie Spiels. Ah. Well, probably like Alfred Hitchcock, but I'm just thinking about Jaws. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Somebody was talking about Jaws the other day when they were talking about the strike and saying like, you don't want it to be an AI because the reason that Jaws works so well is that that shark never fucking worked. So they could only, that's my ride right there. uh, They could only use it like half the time that they wanted to. So they wanted to have the shark in it way more, but it was so much scarier that you never saw it. Yeah. So that was an accident? Yeah. Wow. So Stevie Spiels is not a genius after all. He's a G. Hey, hey. What do you got there? Rook water? Just some good old fashioned H. Chwa. Oh, it's French. <laughs> H. Chwa. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Uh, then in the dorms, Pacey and Audrey are going to be Sid and Nancy for Halloween. Um, and, uh, they're also a little like on edge with each other, but they've agreed to put it aside for the night. They're going to just go out and have like a great time. So Audrey's like, I need to go get ready one last quick time before I'm ready to head out the door. And as she pops into the bathroom, Pacey finds an F paper in Audrey's dorm. And this is still linked back to her um, coming within seconds of getting raped. I don't think so. So I thought it was. But prior to that, recall that Audrey was like fucking popping into classes at um, D-Town, B-Town University, Mm -hmm. Boston College and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I wish it were because that I it would be good to see like. What people can relate to. Mm. Yeah, I agree. My hunch is that when, like, I hate to be this person, but, like, as soon as I saw this episode, it was written and directed by dudes, and then I saw the scene, I was like, I actually don't think they're connected. Oh. I know. All right. Bring back, you know, the lady writers. The lady writers are going to be like, yeah. Yeah. Women are like onions. Complicated and layered. And sweaty. Sometimes leave a bad taste in your mouth. I have a really bad taste in my mouth right now because I had pizza for dinner and I went a little overboard with the garlic powder. Interesting. What about red pepper flakes? No, I don't do red pepper flakes. Let me tell you, I had a pizza, a slice, a slice, 
at Disneyland and uh, I had been drinking a little bit <laughs> and I put fucking uh, two packets of red pepper flakes on every single centimeter of that pizza. And everyone was like, that's too many red pepper flakes. This is like this year. And I was like, no, I'm fine. And they were like, that's you fucked up your pizza. And I was me being too goddamn like cocky. It was just like, it's fine. And I ate that. And it was so gross. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. do to make ourselves look cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like I looked cool too. For sure. For sure. Retro agrees. Thank you, Retro. Thank you, Retro. Uh, and then in the trouble flat. So that was a suggestion from one of our listeners because Emma is British. Oh, way to go. That is very astute. And we are dumb. So we didn't think of yeah. it. I like it. I really like it. So trouble flat. All right. TF. TFTM. TFTM. Yeah. <laughs> um. Jen, Emma, and Jack are talking about that CJ guy. Remember the that's the guy, Jensen Ackles. Okay. He's part of the all right. He he's the peer counselor guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We like him. We like him. Um Jen is too nervous to call him because she likes him. So Jack's like, hey, call the hotline. See what he's doing. So he she calls and he's like, um, after this, I'm gonna go home and watch Halloween H2O. Halloween H2O starring Michelle Williams. Oh my God. It's so meta. And directed by a director who did like four episodes of Dawson's. And then the next Halloween movie stars the actress that plays uh, Natasha. Wow. I guess they all star Michael, but. And Jamie Lee <laughs> Curtis, but. Still. Sure. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, so anyway. So that that's his plan. He's going to go home and watch Halloween H2O, a movie from four years earlier, starring the woman that is calling him. She's like, that sounds really embarrassing for you. Why don't you come to this party? And he says, yeah. yes. She calls him at his place of work, and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I, I'm at work. You called <laughs> you me doing? at my place of work. Like, you know what I'm doing. <laughs> She was like, and she's all like coy and is like, well, like, um, why don't you come to this party on Halloween? Um, and it's maybe not a costume party. She doesn't say anything about it being a costume party, but it's a party on Halloween. So you can assume, or maybe like even he should have just asked. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Also, you're go he knew where he was going. The party is on stage. So you're going to a film studio for Halloween, All Hallows Eve. <laughs> it's so weird that this film, this film set is like hosting a huge party. One, on set. Two, open to the public. Oh, in my head, it's not open to the public. These are just like guests of Dawson's gets to be there. I know, but that's still like what he gets. Like, too many guests. guests. Yeah. Yeah, he has too many guests. Let me tell you, the director's assistant does not get to bring Pacey, Audrey, Jack, Emma, who I don't think he's ever met, Jen, and then randomly CJ and this other guy, spoiler alert, that's coming with CJ named David. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. You know, but you know what? Whatever. The gang's all here. <laughs> Thank Except God. Except for Joey didn't get the invite. She sure didn't. Speaking of Joey, in Hell's Kitchen, 
Uh, Joey's never learned a lesson in her entire life. So she tells Eddie that she talked to Hudson and um, he can go back to class if he wants, which he's like, I don't. Um, what's up? Like, why mm-hmm. did you do that? Like, mind your business. Yeah. Uh, and then as Joey's walking away, she runs into a precocious youth named Harley, who's played by Mika Borum, um, who was the kid sister of Kate Bosworth in Blue Crush. Did you recognize her right away? Immediately. Immediately. That's Immediately. great casting. Yeah. Well, she plays that role really well. Yeah. Yeah. Was this maybe like a year or two before Blue Crush came out? I think it was after Blue Crush came out. Mayhem. Looking it up. Okay. You look it up. Uh, this Harley's time I'm actually find- looking it up. Okay, sure. She's going to text somebody else. Uh, anyway, Harley's there to find Joey. So it's great that they ran into each other. Uh, she is Hetson's kid. And oops, Joey's going to babysit her. She was under the impression that um, Harley was five, not 15 or 14 or however old. How did you get that mistake? And there was a picture, I guess, on his desk and he's an idiot. And so he would never say like, do you want to babysit my teenager? That's much different than a five-year-old. That's only like four years younger than you. Yeah. Um, Blue Crush came out in August of 2002. So they were probably filmed around the same time. Oh, she's having a moment. Oh, this was actually probably filmed after Blue Crush was done. She's she's like about to fucking bust on the scene. Yeah, well, then she doesn't. Well, yeah. I do. <laughs> on set. Um, anyway, so uh, Hudson's going to leave Harley with Joey so that he can go on a date because he's he is so the dad worse. of the year. He fucking sucks. He sucks. And I was like, maybe there's redemption for him in this episode because they have a standing tradition of going to the movies every year on Halloween. And he's going on a date instead. So, was, But I was like, maybe there's redemption in that, like, we learn that, I don't know, he had a fucking, he had to go, I don't know, like, rescue her mom or go to the doctor. Maybe or his save date was puppy. Jamie Lee Curtis, you know? Yeah. It he's going been to relevant. Halloween H202. Career. H202. <laughs> but uh, no, he's just an asshole. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah. Uh, on set, Dawson is looking handsome in a suit i'll say it i'll say it all right he combed his hair a little bit he's wearing products in there yeah that's nice who is he supposed to be dressed up as i thought mayhaps a men in black all right or um um what's that one movie with keanu reeves the matrix okay both are possible possibilities possible possibilities it doesn't really matter. It mattered to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it matters to me too. <laughs> and this is the weirdest cut because it's like a very short scene of him walking through this party, like chasing a ghost. Yeah. Dawson. And then it, it's like 30 seconds and then it cuts away. And you're just like, was that? Did someone forget to cut that part out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. Uh, and then we're in act two, some fucking screamo band is the musical guest of this cruise Halloween party. And first of all, this isn't a band as far as I'm aware. And second of all, I didn't enjoy that music. I didn't either. I thought they were trying it too hard to be uh, Marilyn Manson knockoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Not for me. No, thank you. That's going to be a no for me. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, Todd is dressed as a priest, which is pretty solid. Oh, 
Brian? Yeah. Cool. Your eyes lit up almost with the same amount of love that you have for me. (laughs) 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 Um, So uh, some fucking wannabe Marilyn Manson band, and we see them a lot, and they spend a lot of time playing their music in this episode. They must have been expensive. (laughs) I guess. They got their money's worth. Are you sure Um, they're not a real band in real life? I didn't think so, based on what I looked up. It didn't seem like it. Seems like a miss. Um, So uh, Todd dressed as a priest is talking to two ladies, and Dawson's like, I gotta talk to you, Todd. Todd's like, you don't right now, though. He's like, I saw the ghost. I saw the ghost. (laughs) Yeah, he's real spooked. (laughs) Yeah, it really got him. Todd's like, this is not the moment, man. Um, and then Natasha's all dressed up as Britney in the Hit Me Baby One More Time music video, I think. I would presume Spears? that's the only reason. Yeah. Oh, okay. What other Britney? I know my close personal friend, Britney. Clarifying for, for those who may not understand. Or who Hit those who may be too time. young to uh, get the reference to Hit Me Baby One More Time. This is a little old, actually, for Hit Me Baby One More Time. For Alpha, yeah. it's like right in the, like, it's a little too dated. Yeah, because Hit Me Baby One More Time, way too long of a song title. Yeah. Came out in the mid-90s, no? Or like HMB OMT. It's HMB OMT, just for, to be quicker about it. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like 97, 98. So then it's like you're maybe in like 10 years and it's vintage. But right now it's like just kind of dated. Yeah. Lame. Anyway, um, Natasha and Todd walk off together. Natasha's like, oh, but the ghost. <laughs> Mm-hmm. okay uh and then back in hell's kitchen harley who again is 15 is hitting on eddie who is an adult um before joey tries to take harley to the movies and and uh harley's like i want to stay here actually i just decided and then eddie is like oh there's a haunted house and then suddenly harley's like no we, i mean I think I heard I think I heard a local hero say something about a haunted house. Perhaps mm. we could do that. <laughs> I mean, if you were 15, you'd have a crush on Eddie too. Yeah, at 15 only. <laughs> I do <laughs> I do ship um Eddie and Joey now. I like it. I ship them. You ship him. He's so hip. Could could the young people listening let me know if I use that term correctly? I'd appreciate it. Okay. We'll wait. <laughs> 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 we got all the time in the world. Nothing but time, baby. Uh, back to the crew party. Jack, Jen, and Emma, and now CJ and David. Uh, they're all there. Um, as you mentioned, Jen did not tell CJ it was a costume party, so they're in regular clothes, which doesn't become anything. Like, I don't know why that was even worth men- worth making a plot point, because yeah. it never turns into anything. And it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, CJ and David walk off and Jen assumes CJ is gay and that David is his, is his date. So then Jack and Jen are cute bro and sis and um, Jen is going to go talk to David and Jack is going to talk to CJ. They're going to get to the bottom of this. They're going to get to the bottom of how two men could possibly be friends and not be gay. In their defense, do you want to be friends with a man? Have you met men? <laughs> absolutely not (laughs) yeah so you know you can understand (laughs) uh at the haunted house it's kind of lame they obviously like recycled a lot of the uh set decorations from this party yeah big time 
You know what I was saying? I was trying to figure out like why this episode falls so flat. And I feel like it's because they, um, instead of like having jump scares, they show you all the jumps. Like for example, Mm -hmm. uh, Joey is supposed to be scared by some um, mummy, but like we see the mummy come behind Joey and then scare her. Yeah. So we're not scared. We know all the information before them. Yeah. It was a poor directorial decision. Todd would uh, never. No, because Todd fucking loves a horror movie. He just loves a horror movie, ma'am. <laughs> <Right? laughs> um, <laughs> nice. Uh, Harley walks off, and then Eddie and Joey have a little talk about Joey, how Joey feels bad that she butted into Eddie's life, but she hates to see all his potential go to waste, to which I appreciate Eddie being like, what? Pote- I just like to read books. Fucking chill out, dude. It's mm-hmm. fine. What waste? I don't have potential. I'm nothing. I'm handsome. I don't need potential. I'm a handsome white man in America. I'm a handsome I'm, bartender. I would do just fine. Thank I you will be much. good. Yeah. Um. He also says that he wasn't going to go back to Hetson's class actually at all ever because Hetson's a dick. But then he met Joey and he liked her. So then he went back. Joey Potter, the heartbreaker of heartbreakers. Oh, put that on a mug. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Then they kiss for like half a second before Joey realizes that Harley isn't there. Oh no, we lost a teenager. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what accent is that? Like a Minnesotan. I love it. As with everything you do. Back at oh. the crew party, <laughs> Audrey and Pacey, uh, again, they are also everybody that Dawson has ever met in his life. I feel like Grams is going to show up any second now. <laughs> yep. They're also there. Um, Pacey brings up the paper, but Audrey doesn't want to talk about it. Pacey says that he's worried, and Audrey says that it doesn't seem like he has the time to worry because he's at his um, imaginary job. And then... I don't think Audrey is right in this. Mm -mm. He's just trying to be concerned, and she's like shitting on him for having a job. So here here is why... I don't know. The I, I hate to like put all these boy writers in like one basket, but these season six boy writers, they just like there's Audrey's rationale, and then we don't like give a, any type of like moment. There's no directing or anything that happens to make it seem like that's not the truth. So what we are led to believe is the actual truth here is that the reason that Audrey is failing is because she is depressed in her relationship with Pacey. Yes. And, and that, that sucks. Is the only thing that could possibly be wrong. Yeah. And that's, I don't love that. Yeah. Because we're complicated, you know? Yeah. Like onions. Onion. Onion. Hello. Uh, <laughs> across the room, uh, a hot devil is hitting on Dawson. Again, Dawson. So Dawson's like a, a lady dresses as like sexy devil is like, so like you're the director and he's like no i'm the assistant she's like that's even better somehow impossibly i don't know why but it just is and then uh he's like yeah yeah yeah. you see that ghost <laughs> he fucking goes to chase a, chase a ghost like, in the perms he pushes her down and like knocks her over <laughs> yeah it's really embarrassing for him yeah also dawson you're not allowed to be in the perms <laughs> this is dangerous. Yeah, he can turn to dust when he gets up there. 
Yeah, or fall. Oh. That happens. I've been up there. Cool. I've been up there, too. Cool. Yeah. We I'm went so up there excited. on uh, stage 16. We walked all the way. That's the highest soundstage at Warner Brothers. For a while, it was the largest soundstage in the world. Um, and we climbed all the way almost to the top and then walked the perms all the way across. And like, now that I'm thinking about the story and have retold it, I'm like, that was so fucking dangerous. Yeah. It was stupid. Yeah, well, the we perms, do dumb things. It's true. The perms are so tall at stage 16 that there's a bathroom up there. Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because it's just really high up there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, he gets to the perms by the time he... He uh, gets up there. The ghost is gone. Sure. But, but they're Natasha, quick they're quick. If anybody knows about a ghost, is that they're quick moving. Um, but by the time he gets to where she would be, Todd, and she's gone, but he can see from the perms down into the set that Todd and Natasha are kissing. And then when he gets there, there are actually a ton of people in the room and they're only talking. Interesting. So he's having illusions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then he gets a call from the assistant editor who shows him that another Melanie Ray ghost clip has showed up in the dailies. And it's and the literally the footage it. of her being murdered. Murdered? Yeah. He's being, being like, he's being murdered. <laughs> Mordored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yikes. So Dawson thinks he's watching a live strangulation. Not a live strangulation. But like someone in real life actually being strangled, and he's just like, "Oh man." Well, that's the deal with this murder is that Mel- it was like already known that she was murdered on film. Sure. So it'd be like um, seeing like dailies of the crow. Be like everyone knows what happened. This is already like just kind of history. He just is seeing it. Sure. Because I had that same thought, too, where I was like, whoa, 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 he's watching a murder. And then I was like, no, I guess technically, like, he is, but it's not like he's solving a murder. Right. Or even discovering one. Yeah. 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 Uh, Act three, Natasha finds Dawson. We still fucking band is happening in the background. Natasha finds Dawson. Dawson asks why Melanie Ray started having an affair with the director. (laughs) Which Natasha's like, I don't know, man. What's not fucking there? I don't know, man. Also, to move up me? in her career, like, it's Hollywood. Yeah. It's Hollywood, kid. <laughs> Welcome to showbiz, baby. <laughs> You're, like, spinning in your chair as you say it, too. It's so good. <laughs> it's Hollywood, kid. Um, And then it's very clear that they're talking about, that he is talking about them. Natasha's like, maybe he had her chance and he blew it. Three snaps. Yeah. D-Town, B-Town, um, Eddie and Joey bicker as they go to look for Harley. That's not anything. Just a filler nope. scene. Super not interesting. Uh, back at the party, Audrey's drunk. Goes to take a little break in a casket, as one does. Yeah, I mean, no better place. Yeah. She closes the casket, and then Pacey does sad boy Pacey for a while on a tombstone near her without realizing that he's near her. And then Emma comes over and is like, you're sad boy? And he's like, yeah, I'm sad boy about my relationship. And um, I don't know if I'm checking out of the relationship because I can't handle the rough spots 
or if it's because I don't love her, or maybe it's because I actually never loved her. And Emma's like, this is not. She was like, I was just trying to like make some light convo. Um, I'm going to go. (laughs) I happened upon you. I didn't even look for you. (laughs) Um, And then they walk off and Audrey heard all of it. And her stupid face is like. That's exactly it. Yeah. It's a shame you guys can't see it. Just picture Audrey's face, and that's but what on it is. me. Picture me doing Audrey's face. Oh yeah, then yeah, you guys will nail it. Then you have nailed it because <laughs> yeah. you know what I look like. Yeah, thank God. Uh, over with Jen and David. Jen's trying to figure out the David and CJ relationship because David is gay, which he's like, I'm gay. And then Jen's like, Well, CJ's gay. And David's like, CJ's not gay. I'm gay. CJ's not gay. Does that make sense to you? <laughs> You got it (laughs) under control. And then uh, over on the other side of the party, CJ is doing the same thing with Jack. You're like, no, David's gay. I'm not. David's gay. I'm not gay. Jack's like, all right, well, Jen will be very happy to hear that. And then CJ is like, yeah, I don't really care about that. I think she'll be a great counselor, but she's not what I'm looking for right now. She's not his type, which. Who on earth is like, "Eh, Michelle Williams is not my type or Jen Lindley for that matter. I mean. How very dare you? Yeah. Meanwhile, Jack is like, for the record, I'm also gay. Yeah, if we're just talking about who's gay and who's not gay. (laughs) Just want to really just throw that out there in case you change your mind. I have friends. At the movie theater. (laughs) At the movie theater. Uh, Harley's there at the movies. There they are. Um, And then Joey does the whole like, you know, you're mad at your dad. but He loves you. And Harley's like, no, he's just a dick. And it, and it there's used nothing to, to Joey used to be like, my mom is dead. So you guys can't <laughs> complain about having a mom. And now she's like, I know a thing about, too about having a dickish dad. So don't even say anything about your dad being a dick because my dad's a dick too. And he was and in it, prison and now I don't and, know where he is. Now nobody knows where he is. He works at a Hobby Lobby or something. <laughs> <laughs> and this gets through it a little sassy Harley. She's like, whoa, your dad sucks too? We really should be friends. Yeah. I think it's going to work out for them. They have a ton in common. They both love Eddie. Mm -hmm. They both hate their dads. Mm -hmm. They both probably have run into Kate Bosworth at a party. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Back at the party, there's Melanie Ray again. Then she's gone. Then she's back. Oh, she's such a quick ghost. Hey, there's Ruth. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, she gone. She gone. Well, Ruth is fast. <laughs> yeah, Ruth is probably like, "Hey, it's when are you gonna be done with this? It's fucking hot in here." Yeah, I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, um, she's wearing a fur coat. Me too. Say again. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, so Dawson's chasing the ghost again. Um, and then he chases her into the set where he thought Natasha and Todd were macking, but then they weren't, but this time they are. And this time he gives a speech where he's like, I liked you and I chose the wrong girl and I was jealous and I like you. And also I quit. And Todd's like, don't, you're you're not fucking quitting. And then he comes back in and he says, I hope that the movie goes well, but I'm fucking out of here for real. (laughs) I like that he comes back in to be like, good luck with the, all of your future endeavors and shuts the door again. Because he like doesn't want to burn a bridge, but he's like, I quit, but I highly respect you. Goodbye. 
<laughs> and yeah. why is she quitting? I don't get that. Because he likes Natasha, and Natasha oh. and Todd are boning. Ugh, get over it, Dawson. That's, dude, you're gonna, listen, not everyone can have a healthy showmance like us. I mean, also, this was Dawson's fault to begin with, why they broke yeah. up. Yeah. Act four. Uh, Dawson's, like, sadly walking around. There's that ghost again! Oh. So he, like, he's running. Gets on the farms. Running. Finally confronts the ghost. Turns around. It's Natasha. Oh, you silly. She takes off her very believable wig and sunglasses. They really, they could have done so many other things. They could have, yeah. It, and, she, and it never, they could, what they could have done, starting with, hired um, a ghost that looked like Natasha, like a body double that was actually had the same like face as Natasha. They could have that used her stand-in. Yeah. They did See, not. we could have come up with this. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. Kapinos. Um, anyway, turns out uh, Natasha and Todd have been fucking with Dawson the whole time. Also, they're not sleeping together. Also, Dawson's not actually quitting. So everything's fine. It's still kind of rude. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, uh, oh, oh, oh. We fucking got you and we made you say all your feelings. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> no one wants to do that. Uh, outside of the party, Jen and CJ talk for a minute. Jen says that she's thinking about rejoining that peer counselor thing called the stand. And he said that she, he says that she should, but only if it's for the right reasons. And she's like, what are the wrong reasons? And he's like, I don't, I don't know. He's so not into her. I know. Which again, lay in game, man. What are you, too good for fucking Michelle Williams? I mean, look at her. She's got little black pigtails in. Mm-hmm. Looking like a Halloween spooky snack. Yeah. She's Maybe like, he's really, full. He is full. He had a full meal <laughs> prior to the party. Uh, then we never get to hear his response to um, her asking him out. Because then we're with Jack and David, and Jack asks David out on a date. With his little fangs gay. In. Oh, yes, because this has been established because everyone was like, I'm gay. He's not. Are you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Taking inventory. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's uh, Jack and Jen. So CJ and David walk off, and it's just Jack and Jen. And Jen's like, CJ's playing a little hard to get, but uh, he'll be mine eventually. Jack's like, All right, let's just get out of here. Let's, I don't think so. Let's hard no comment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back Hill's kitchen. Hudson is there to pick up Harley. And then, see, here's where I was like, maybe he's going to um, confide in Joey where he really was. And Hudson says that the date went great until she told him he had a toxic person, toxic personality, which he does. Yeah. Even your daughter is like, uh, yeah, my guy, you suck. Yeah. This and lighting Joey, looks great on Joey, by the way. Oh, she looks fantastic. She's her hair looks great. She looks great. She's glowing. Yeah. Unlike me, who's glowing because I'm sweating. I'm slowly Glistening. melting. Yeah. Um. And then uh, Joey and Harley have a little one-on-one moment where Joey tells her she's too young to be bitter. Harley's like, "What's, uh, what age did you start then? Like, you're pretty fucking bitter. So I guess I'll do that from you. Says the queen of bitterness. Yeah. And then um, they leave. And then it's just Eddie and Joey. And Eddie walks over with the 
goddamn best looking root beer float. It's so cute. And he's like, let's share it. And then Joey's like, what's going on with us? Subtle. Yeah. Joey, just eat your goddamn root beer float. Just enjoy the moment where he wants to share a root beer float with you. It's so fresh. No. And somehow sexy at the same time. Let's go Ollie Hudson, baby. He's so handsome. I'm saying. Yeah, really grown on me. Wow, she's getting really good. (laughs) Outside of the party, I also didn't believe this scene. Pacey finds Audrey who breaks up with him. She's so hammered now, all of a sudden. See, like, again, where is this? This cannot all be because of Pacey. Yeah. I hate that. I want to, I mean, I know that we aren't fans of Audrey in general. Sure. But her character did deserve a little bit more diving into that whole storyline. Yeah, I agree. Instead of just getting drunk and emotional all the time. Yeah. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong. We've all been there. But if anyone were to be like, hey, Ashley, why are you drunk and emotional all the time? They would have gotten a nice little answer instead of just being mad at me for being drunk and emotional all the time. Yeah. You know? God. They would not have gotten an answer from me. I would have been like, not even, I'm not even, I'm not, oh, I'm, I'm a drunk. Yeah. It's never yeah. how are you. It's just why are you? <laughs> um, they fight. He tries to like kind of fight back a little bit. And then Audrey tells, they break up. Pacey tries to kind of push back a little bit. And Audrey says that he's getting off easy and she's not going to let him put up false protests so he can feel better about himself post breakup. Um, she tells him that he is not a knight in shining armor. He's some guy who's tired of screwing the same girl, which again is not what is happening. Mm-hmm. And then he tries to comfort her and she slaps him. She's very Ooh. drunk. Yeah. And he's all like, Ugh. and it's a, she winds up. I was even, yeah, it's, I, a, it's not looking like a nice hit. I even <laughs> gasped a little bit. I didn't see it coming. Neither did Pacey. No. Uh, and then back inside the party in that same bedroom set, Dawson finds Natasha finds Dawson and they have a cute little moment of admitting that they actually both like each other and then getting back together before they start to Mac on the bed with the same dialogue from the scene from the cold open. And then in just like in the cold open, as they Mac, someone comes out of the closet with an axe and then that shiny axe, very shiny axe. And then that's the episode. And then the ending credits are all in like spooky Halloween lettering. Yeah. Uh, Next week, season six, episode seven, Ego Trippin' at the Gates of Hell. I already hate that episode. Yeah, it's not what? a great title. What's that title sucks. What happened know. to Dawson's Creek in season six? I don't know, man. If you As agree us. or disagree, hit us up. DM us. Says. Yeah. If someone did want to DIM you. DM us. <laughs> Where can they find you at? You can DM me at um at Ashley Zaz on Instagram only. I don't have the mental strength for any other social media app. Lean into at that. this current moment. Lean into that. You know? Yeah. Um and Kim. <laughs> I am at Kim Moffat on Instagram, Twitter, and threads, and at Kim Moffat is here on TikTok. I don't have the mental strength either, but I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> she is hanging by a thread, y'all. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaw has no social meds needs because it has we the do. appropriate. What's up? We do have social meds needs. And also, oh my God. Is, are we on threads? Uh, I did a thread. I threaded something. Okay. So we have threads one thread. kind of sucks right now. Oh, because it's not like sussed out yet? Yeah. Okay. So we are lightly on threads. Mm-hmm. Just the tip. And uh, we are on Instagram <laughs> at Dawson's Darlings. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Slide into those DMs as we, as, as evidence from this episode, we take your, uh, oh, here's the cat. We take your thoughts into consideration. Ruth, do you have anything to say? She, Ruth seems like she really has a note. Note for your, <laughs> like, for the listeners. Here's a note. Fucking don't do this episode Put anymore. the air conditioning on. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> here's a note. It's a hundred goddamn degrees in here. <laughs> oh all right well 